Welcome once again to the Irish NFL Show, brought to you in association with our partners in Cassidy Travel. I'm Mark Cochran, and I'm joined for this instant reaction to the 6pm games in week three of the NFL with uh, my good friend, Colm Cronin. Colm, good evening to you, sir. Evening, Mark. Um, yeah, it, it was a, a great slate of 6pm games. I mean, this is what we're used to in the NFL. This is why we love the sport. So many kind of close games. We there, there aren't the, the blowouts. We've talked about that on the show that you see in college. Um, and, and we saw that in many of the 6pm games. Absolutely. And we've touched on some of the, the, the struggles, if you like, or the, the arm wrestle between Buffalo, Miami and the Colts and the Chiefs in an earlier segment. So if you haven't caught that, please go and check that out. But for now, we'll do a quick roundup of the other games. And Colin, maybe you'll start with the NFC North battle between the Lions and the Vikings there. Yeah, it was an, another close game between these two teams, close games last year. But on this occasion, the Vikings found a, an answer. What was interesting to me, I suppose, Mark, was that the Lions came out hot in both halves. They took a, an early lead um, and then the Vikings responded in the, the second quarter. Teams go in um, tied at halftime and all of a sudden third quarter at uh, the, the Lions find themselves up 10 points, but they couldn't find a, a way to hang on. Um, there's obviously still work to do on that Lions roster. And, you know, the, the questions will always, I think, remain around um, Jared, Jared Goff. But they have a couple of really talented uh, receivers there, a couple of really solid running backs. And look, they're playing, in fairness to, to Dan Campbell, given their opening to the, the season certainly wasn't easy, you know, um, to, to face an Eagles team that are 3-0 and now um, and to, to face this Vikings team in Minnesota. Yeah, I think they'll be a little bit disappointed, which tells you the way in which the team has come on that they are sitting at, at one and two for the Vikings they are at two and one and they respond well to what was an unmerciful beatdown in in Philadelphia um they've gotten that out of their systems Kirk Cousins uh, responds and um they they can uh, head to to London with a winning record Yep, the uh, nearly dream was alive. The idea if the Saints had won, we've had our first ever London game between two teams with winning records, but at least one's coming over with a winning record in uh, the Minnesota Vikings. For my part, I, my eyes couldn't be helped, uh, couldn't help but be drawn to the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Commanders game. Um, the Eagles have proved an explosive outfit at the outset of this season. And more than that, their defense has proved legitimate. I'm not sure that shutting down the commanders is necessarily the hardest thing to do, but my God, the Eagles defense shut them down to such an extent, of course, going up against their old quarterback, Carson Wentz, which might've added a little bit of extra spice to it, but it was so embarrassing. There was a stat at one point that flashed up on the screen, the passing yards in the game, Eagles, 323 and the commanders minus one if sometimes stats can lie 
that one didn't. That showed you the totality of this game. At one point when Commanders got a safety and they were already 24-0 down, I couldn't help but tweet only 11 more safeties and the Commanders are right back into this because uh, it seemed like the only way they get points. They got some garbage time yards. They got some garbage time points. But for the most part, the performance was just plain garbage. And for the Eagles, they started this year and it looked like AJ Brown is the new number one. This is amazing. Fantastic. What a trade. Devonta Smith just reminded everyone in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, guys, I'm still here too. Um, certainly some of the grabs he pulled off in this game were superb. And they're humming. When you add in Dallas Goddard, when you add in Jalen Hurts' threat as a, a resource, as a runner, not only in terms of his throwing the ball to these targets, the Eagles deservedly uh, starting this season on top of the NFC east and are roaring away in the first instance now one team that hasn't been roaring as much this season column is the carolina panthers but they did have a a a good day today against new orleans saints they did indeed mark and i have been critical of matt rule and his tenure uh, with the the panthers but they they got the the win today and they you know, even though obviously it, it ends up being an eight-point win, it always felt reasonably comfortable. The the Saints, I I, I was I, I I worried about. I think there's some really nice pieces on that roster, but I was worried about Dennis Allen and and taking over from Sean Payton and the impact that Sean Payton had there. And I think you know we're we're seeing that. Unfortunately, Jameis is throwing the the picks again um which which is an issue and it's coupled with a, a running game that is stuttering and they this was a you know we we remember the days of Alvin Kamara and, and Mark Ingram um and uh, in their prime but it doesn't feel like but you know either of them are there now, can Alan Kamara get back there? And maybe, but, but you always worry about running backs as, as they, they get older. Um, and he doesn't look as dynamic as he has. Christian McCaffrey can, has come back after, you know, a couple of years out injured and he looked very dynamic today. If you're the Saints, what you're looking at is probably Olave and the fact that he has taken to um, the the position as, as wide receiver he looks he looks great but the Saints the rest of their schedule is really really tough so um it you know it's going to be t- tough sledding for them obviously they will head to London my understanding is the Saints are going to head pretty early I I think they may stay in uh, New Orleans uh, on Sunday night and head on Monday potentially uh, to to get settled in so yeah they will be obviously going up against a, a Vikings side who um, are capable of making big plays happen but um, you know who who can be suspect defensively can the Saints muster enough to, to challenge the Vikings that's what we're going to be looking out for next Sunday You're talking about dynamic players you're talking about people who can put yards on and points on the board uh well, I'll tell you, there's a team that can do that, and they're called the Baltimore Ravens. So I'll briefly talk about the pain that the Baltimore Ravens called me, caused me and my New England Patriots this evening. Uh, for anyone that didn't catch the game, this was a lot 
closer than many people expected. And in fact, in the fourth quarter, the Patriots had a couple of occasions where they had the ball with a great opportunity, well, even to kick a field goal and narrow the distance or to get a touchdown and go ahead. Unfortunately, Mac Jones did what he isn't normally famed for in Alabama or even in New England and didn't take proper care of the ball. So a couple of careless interceptions or one careless interception in the end zone, a very, very uh, disappointing uh, fumble by Nelson Aguilar and another drive when the Patriots were still within a one score game. And ultimately, Baltimore take care of business by taking care of those um, loose balls and uh, and ultimately 37 26 probably doesn't reflect how close the game was especially in that fourth quarter lamar jackson got a kind of an add-on bonus touchdown at the very end um i was impressed by new england that they kept it as close as they did and had a real opportunity to win the game but again baltimore in patches it almost seemed like they went to sleep in the third quarter a little bit they were getting stopped by the patriots defense they were being a bit sloppier uh, than expected. And I just wonder whether there's a kind of a, a mental switch they need to make sure is fixed on for the entirety of the game uh, as it went off in the fourth quarter against Miami last week. Possibly the biggest story out of this game, though, is what happened on the very, very last play. Calais Campbell rolled up on, on Mac Jones's knee uh, in the middle of throwing his third inception of the day, it must be said. And Mac Jones immediately... Uh, hopped off on one leg, was in obvious pain and was uh, seen crying and wincing, well, not crying, sorry, wincing in significant pain uh, going down the steps into uh, Gillette Stadium. So we wait to hear more. Obviously, there's an instant reaction, so we have no idea about the severity of that injury. Bill Belichick, as you can imagine, was very transparent about the injury in his post-game press conference and couldn't wait to tell everyone exactly what he thought about the severity of it. Um, but that could have very significant bearing on the, the remainder of the Patriots season. On the other side, the Ravens need the win after last week. They got it deservedly. And now they go two and one and hope to build up a bit of momentum for the rest of the season. Colin, what else struck you out of the opening slate of games? Um, I, I suppose they we're, we're not going to get in, in, anything deep here because we will have our real reactions to this uh, to on uh, later on by the time our most people are listening to to this it will be sometime on Monday uh, so we will be back on uh, Monday Monday night with a uh, full reaction to it including uh, the the late games which um, at the the time of recording are shaping up to perhaps have um, very interesting uh, finishes and and maybe one or two uh, surprise results uh, we will see uh, how the the rest of it goes and we will dissect all of uh, the Sunday action on our full Monday show which will be out uh, later on today the only thing I'd say Mark is that um, Mike Vrabel continues to work magic and uh, Josh McDaniels um, has got to figure things out in Las Vegas a nice way of summing up. Congrats to Joe Burrow and the Bengals for getting on the board this season again, as well as the last thing I'll mention. And we might even tonight on the MNF show have a little bit of a chat about the Chicago Bears uh, and their particular game. I'm sure Bears fans are dying uh, for that particular piece. But you're right. We'll have all this and more on the full show later on uh, on Monday night. 
thanks for tuning into this. Thanks always to our partners in Casty, and you'll hear more from us on the Irish NFL show in due course during the week, and especially in the big build-up to the Viking Saints London game. Take care.